This is Rock and Roll English. Real people, real English. Here's your host, Martin Johnston. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Rock and Roll English. Episode number 215, baby. Oh yeah. And this is the last podcast of 2020. Emotional times, baby. The next podcast will be on the 4th of January. So you do have a bit of a break from me. I think you need it, don't you? So in today's podcast, I speak to Dan the Man. Yes, that's right. He is back. And we speak about this year. That's right. 2020. Um, One thing, Dan the Man's audio is, in my opinion, a bit substandard so not really good enough he bought a pair of those airpod things and said to me don't worry the microphone on these is amazing trust me and i did trust him but you know i should have known better a nice expression there i should have known better i shouldn't have been so stupid to trust him but anyway it's not the worst audio in the world but you know how much i love audio so yes we speak about the year 2020 it's more of a kind of personal reflection of the year i suppose we talk about how we saw things for example my stupidity at how i just thought the virus at the beginning would be here for a couple of weeks and i was even happy at the beginning because i got time off work Obviously, I was and am an idiot and I got things very wrong. In the episode, although we laugh about certain things, I do actually take the virus very seriously. Especially now, I know people that have been personally affected. You know, it's been a learning experience for me and I think everyone. But I just want to say more than anything, I hope you and your families are all safe and that you will continue to remain safe until this horrible virus goes away. It seems we're near the end now, only a few more months to go, I think. Obviously, I'm not a doctor, so don't go telling people, well, Martin from Rock and Roll English said in a few months everything will be finished because obviously I have absolutely no idea. I'm just trying to be optimistic. Anyway, as I said, I hope you and your family are all doing very well and let's hope for a better year next year. Membership to the Rock and Roll English family will be open in January. So that's something maybe to look forward to. Probably not. But again, I was just trying to be optimistic. Um, But in the meantime, listen to two friends talk about 2020 in more of a light hearted way. Let's say it's a bit longer than usual, but obviously there was a lot to talk about. So I will speak to you all again at the end. Happy listening. Dan the man, how are you today? I'm good, how are you? Always fantastic, Dan, always fantastic. A wonderful way to finish the year, speaking to you. Even though you arrived late, um, you didn't have the correct program to register your voice. Sorry to interrupt you so early in this podcast, but I just noticed I said the completely wrong word there. I said register your voice, but the correct way is actually record your voice. I said register because that's what it is in Italian. Does this happen to you when you speak your native language? Sometimes foreign words come in. I am quite horrified that I am now becoming Italianized and I'm using Italian words when I speak English. But notice how Dan the man does not notice that I used the wrong word. This is what I always say. No one really notices mistakes. So just keep speaking and keep on rocking. Even though you arrived late, 
um, you didn't have the correct program to register your voice and you have internet problems. Still, it's always a pleasure, Dan. It's the perfect end to a terrible year, isn't it? You know, if you, if you thought you had problems with COVID, now I'm on the podcast. <laughs> exactly. And things are about to get a lot worse. Um, anyway, Dan, how do we usually start the show? Uh, with a review. Do you think we have a review? Yes. I think you're correct, okay? Because I've read this review and there's part of me that thinks I have already read this on a show and I can't remember. I mean, I could check. You get desperate for reviews now, aren't you? <laughs> exactly. I thought, you know, if I just read it again, it looks like we, like we've got loads of reviews. So fuck it. Let's just do mm-hmm. it. Okay. So um, yes, I believe we do have a review and it is from Oya Semitina. Um, again, as always, apologies for the pronunciation. And it says, regards from Russia. I have been listening to Rock and Roll English for more than one year. Lovely, present, perfect, continuous there. While listening to podcasts, I feel like I have a good time. Sitting in the kitchen with my close friends with a cup of tea. Martin and his friends discuss topics of current interest in a positive spin. Also, they have clear speech and pleasant voices, so I can understand every word they say. Blush. And if I don't, rock and roll vocabulary helps me. By the way, it would be great if Martin's friends did some explanations of R&R vocab too brackets it's just my little wish i thought about that we we did have dictionary dan for a bit didn't we dan where you used mm-hmm. to give some explanations but that's kind of gone out the window now but no, great explanations as well they were so you know let's bring it back um then it says a few words about my progress in english with covid lockdown i didn't have any opportunities and time to practice my english listening to rock and roll english helps me not forget english at all how it looks and how it sounds keep on rocking guys oh yeah um so thank you very much for that oh yeah and apologies if i have already read that out Mm -hmm. So on to today's show, Dan. Any ideas what we're talking about? How could I possibly know what we're talking about? It's the last podcast of the year, Dan. I told you that. I thought maybe you could put two and two together, which is a nice expression to say, like maybe to work it out for yourself. Christmas? Almost. Um, I thought something that you have already actually touched upon. So something that you have already briefly spoken about. We're going to do a review of the year, Dan, because this year has been quite particular. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought that, you know, we could just we could discuss it, basically, how mm-hmm. it's been and also some good things that have happened this year. OK, because it's not all been bad, has it? I don't know. I'm looking forward to hearing these these good things. <laughs> what do you, mean? you don't know. You've lived this year just as much as I have, Dan. All good things have happened. I can't think. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I, I, I don't know. Um Oh, we'll find out. We'll find out. Okay. Uh, well, one, I got married. Okay, so that's. Oh yeah. Okay, that is good. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations, by the way. Thanks. Um, so we're going to start on the first of January. A good place to start. Um, for me personally, the year didn't get off to the best of starts because if you remember, Dan, um, I told you on a podcast actually um, how on the first of January I was sick at a service station which remember is where you stop on a motorway 
Um, so it didn't get off to the best of starts for me, but it was an important moment in my relationship with Mrs. R&R because it was the first time she saw me actually throw up. She was holding your hair, wasn't she? <laughs> no, she was actually staying very far away from me and pretending that she didn't know me. And she thought, I'm going to marry that man. <laughs> exactly. I think that's what swung it for me. So when I say that, I think that's what really sealed the deal of like, she wasn't sure about if she wanted to marry me. Then she saw me throwing up. Vomit. Yep. And then thought, that's the one for me. Um, What about Mrs. Dan the Man? Has she ever seen you, you know, hit Chundertown? Another way we can say be sick. I think she's heard me be sick, but um, she just went straight to bed. (laughs) was that from your maybe breathing exercises or something like that was there a reason was it alcohol related breathing related it was alcohol related Uh, when i was sick breathing there was no one else here (laughs) so when i was sick breathing (laughs) that just that sentence just sounds so ridiculous yeah one day i was just breathing and then I, i just threw up everywhere because breathing something that well, I personally like to do pretty regularly. Uh, I don't know about everybody else. Give it a go. Give it a go. It's, it'll, it'll change your life. Okay, I will. Um, okay, then we got to February. And then certainly here in Italy, some some noises were being made about this virus. Um, I actually went to uh, Budapest for my stag, for my stag do in um, February. And I remember I saw someone at the airport wearing a mask and i thought what a dickhead what is he wearing a mask for Uh, i actually did actually take a secret picture of this person on my phone because i thought i'm going to make an instagram story about this and say look at this idiot wearing a mask that's that that is done in some cultures around the world though isn't it there are some cultures when people travel with masks on yeah because your sentence was, there are some cultures where people travel. <laughs> really? There are some cultures in the world where people travel. Like, that is crazy, Dan. I mean, what a world we live in. People are travelling. I know, it's crazy. Well, they were. <laughs> but um, just to, yeah, to be sure, you mean travel with masks on, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Um, well, I hadn't seen it before, and I thought, what a dickhead. Um And I was going to make an Instagram story, but then I thought, "Mm, I'd best not. And I'm quite glad I didn't now because that really would Mm. have come back to bite me. So that's a nice term to say. Basically, it would make me look pretty stupid now. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, you know, and here in Italy, I think I can't remember the end of February, beginning of March. Things started to go crazy. Like panic was like level 11. Okay. Mm Um, and then schools closed for like three or four days. And then I thought, right, that's it now. That's it. It's over. Um, what What about in France? So this kind of time, Dan, February, March, early March, what's the situation? It was just, you know, the same as in Italy, I think. It was, you know, well, everyone was looking at Italy thinking, what the fuck's going on? And then <laughs> it, it, it came to France very, very quickly. I was in Bordeaux when it happened. When I actually asked you, though, how was it in France? And you went, um, <laughs> my immediate thought was he didn't go out, did he? He, he didn't go out of the house. <laughs> so he had no idea <laughs> about uh, what was going on. Um, but yes, yeah, so after those three or four days, 
I basically thought, right, that's it. And then we came back to school again and then we had two weeks off. But I was thinking at that point, this is fucking brilliant. Like this coronavirus stuff, like time off work, like it's just absolutely brilliant. I couldn't I couldn't ask for more. And then I couldn't ask for a better virus. <laughs> exactly. That that was basically um sort of my thought at the beginning. And then every night there was like the Italian prime minister on TV saying, you know, you can't go to the gyms the next day. You can't go to the cinemas. And then it was like, you can't go to work. I was thinking, oh, blimey, you can't go for a walk. <laughs> you can't leave your house. And then it, and then they would say, like, oh, he's going to be on TV again. And I was thinking, what else can we not do now? Like, you can't even, what, leave your bedroom? You can't even fart? Where's this going to stop? That was one rule you were willing to break, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, that one. Oh, no, no one is going to stop me farting, Dan. No one. Um, and then Mrs. R&R was saying, you know, I'm worried about the wedding now. And I was saying, look, you're crazy. There's absolutely no way. We were supposed to be getting married on the 30th of May. And this was like, I don't know, 20th of March. And I was like, do you think this is going to go on for two months? I've seen this before. With the swine flu, was it was that it? Bird flus. <laughs> You're a medical expert that's been years in you know the medical industry. Yeah, if anyone should know, let's get Martin Johnston on the TV. That's it, Dan. That, that's what they needed. If that had happened, everything would have been fine. Which is some lovely third conditional there. Yeah, yeah. You, you you've spent exactly zero days in medical school, so you you, know, you should know. <laughs> yeah, a bit like you, Dan, when you were telling us about how you um basically cured yourself with a dislocated elbow how is the el elbow now it's almost perfect i fell on it again the other day um so it's <laughs> <laughs> sounds perfect <laughs> it was a little setback but it's fine I'm, I'm back i was back i was back in the gym the gym's now shut of course i've been paying for nine months and now they've, now they've collapsed so that was good um lovely vocabulary there. a bit of a setback so like a bit of, it's his progress stopped um let's say um it's nice to know that your elbow is almost perfect now hopefully it will reach better than perfect like your vision dan um that's the next step i suppose listen we we need to get an optician on here because that was i think that's a common thing you know perfect vision is not a a set thing it's a it's a idea <laughs> What what does that mean? You sound like a hippie just sort of saying, like, you know, let's not just label stuff, man. Let's just smoke weed and just chill out. It's to say that when they say to, to get perfect vision, you need to get this score, basically. Okay. And my score was better. And that's why she okay. said you've got better than perfect vision. And I said, thanks. <laughs> sure, I have. Of course. Yeah. Um, okay, so now we're sort of April kind of time. And there were some dark days there real dark certainly for me wedding cancelled all of this stuff what about you dan how how were you feeling in april fine fine yeah <laughs> I, I to be honest i should i should have known that that was going to happen that would be the response i could see literally the world ending and saying all right dan how's it going yeah fine well what's the point worrying if the world's going to end it's going to end i'm going to i'm going to i'm going to go out and join it Okay, sure. I can imagine you were living life to the absolute full. Um, so there's a nice expression to say, like really enjoying life, being locked in your apartment. How how big is your apartment? It's quite small, but 
at first I was worried for Mrs. Dan the man, but I think she's going back to see her family for the first time in a year next week. And I'm, I'm worried they're going to think, what's happened to her? <laughs> she's had some sort of breakdown and stuck with me. I think we were all worried about uh, Mrs. Dan the man. That was the main thing in this whole situation everyone was worried about how is mrs dan the man going to cope how is she going to manage um i, I think this was the time when you started um getting into bird watching maybe watching birds from your window uh i think that was a bit before that um okay but I, yeah then the landlord came up and said what stop looking at birds out of the window <laughs> no but they were in there's they're they were in the roof and um he came up and blocked them and then he we found out he'd blocked a bird's nest with little chicks in there and the birds were trying to get back in and obviously we couldn't have that so i went back up there and pulled the block down the roof i don't think he was too happy to be honest to to save Uh, the birds to save the chicks yeah oh (laughs) dan what a hero the hero of 2020 dan the man because he saved these small chicks in a bird's nest jesus what what a yeah. man what a yeah. man but that, then they came back in a, with a vengeance and started shitting everywhere so <laughs> he had to come back a few months later and put it back up and you helped you helped him to put this thing up to stop the birds this time because they well, were shitting I, on your window i held the ladder it felt like i was helping my dad when i was six years old again you know <laughs> he passed me the screwdriver you know not actually helping you know this oh, he's about this guy's about 60 or 70 and there's just me holding the ladder for him <laughs> Um, I mean, you say that when you were like six years old. I mean, I still do that on a regular basis with uh, Mrs. R&R's dad when he comes and does stuff at our house. He always says, oh, let's go and work to me. And my job, my main job in this is exactly what you said, like pass me the screwdriver, uh, hold the ladder. Important jobs, though, Dan. Very important. Someone's got to do it. Exactly someone has got to do it and i i am extremely good at holding ladders um okay so now we're sort of may june things starting to ease a little bit restrictions um and certainly here in italy um things kind of well i mean there was social distancing that came in um I mean, even the term for me makes no sense, like social distancing. How can you be social if you're distanced? Um, and I still even now think basically you go into a shop and they just put like a little bit of tape on the floor to say, like, stand here. And then they say, like, we're following all regulations. Don't worry. And mm. I, I kind of think, are people really doing it? Dan the Man and I actually had a pre-podcast chat and we were talking about traveling when i flew back to england in um august and sitting on a plane a ryanair plane obviously um they over the the tannoy which is when they make a an announcement said please stay at least one meter away from everyone and i was sitting next to two in the middle of two people literally almost touching hands mm-hmm. why were you touching their hands <laughs> well i said i'm pretty sure i used the word almost okay yeah, you did <laughs> i saw someone the other day in a shop in uh toulouse and obviously they got the whole social distancing thing you know the people got these having mark uh, these massive masks on their face and then i saw a, a guy a customer in the shop 
sneeze three times into the air with no hands. Oh, oh, oh mate, honestly, I kind of the first time he was about twenty feet away. I saw, and the second time I, I said to Mrs. Danaman, "Can you hear that fucking pig over there?" And on the third time, I honestly thought I was going to get into a fight in the shop because I, I it was it was it was fucking horrific. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I'm with you. So that's another thing in this. 2020 sneezing has become very dangerous and especially coughing and anytime you're out and you think oh fuck i'm going to sneeze you just think oh look please no please no and i like run i try and like make a run for it a nice term there to like run outside and think have i got time to get outside before i sneeze um so yeah that that's that's i had it recently where I, i was drinking water you know when it goes down the wrong you know, if you go and you start coughing, you can't help coughing. There's nothing wrong with you, but you're coughing uncontrollably, trying to get the water out of your throat. <laughs> and as we just stand, the man was like, Dan, stop coughing. And I was like, I can't. <laughs> yeah, no, I've been there. It, it's awful because, yeah, especially when you're making obviously a noise. Although I have seen some people, I don't know how they do it. They're like silent sneezers. So, but they do it almost silently, which I think mm. is quite impressive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if anyone does that, please write in. Yeah, tell tell us how to do it. Um, so now we're in the summer, and let's say people started to enjoy themselves um, a bit a bit too much. I definitely one hundred percent include myself in that. Um, and then obviously the second wave um, hit, um, and more or less we are pretty much at the point now where everyone's just bored, aren't they? Everyone's just like, for fuck's sake, this is boring now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I've got to the point, I don't know about you, Dan, where if I see like videos of, I mean, I'm not watching videos, I'm talking about things on YouTube or something like that. Um, (laughs) When I watch police reports. (laughs) Exactly. Or if you see something like from last year, for example, if I watch something about football and they show a match from last year and you see all of the fans, I think, fuck, what are those people doing? Are they crazy? Like I see people hugging on like a TV programme. And I think, what are they doing? You can't do that. That's not allowed anymore. So this is what I'm worried about. It's not so much now. It's pussies like you after this who won't <laughs> want to touch people. You'll, you'll continue this for another 20 years. That's what I'm worried about. Um, so when he said pussies like you, um, obviously we had this word last week. It can mean female genitalia, but it can mean someone that isn't very strong, let's say. Um, someone weak. Well, I think this will leave a lasting scar down the man because yeah it's just i think everyone's mentality now they don't you know just human contact it's a strange thing um yeah i i don't know what will happen i don't know um but we're finishing the year with christmas okay that always brings some joy i decided to even buy a christmas tree this year okay a real one not not an actual real one like a big one basically that's that's what i wanted to say it's not a real tree it's not it's not a real tree, but it's like it's the real deal of a Christmas tree though. It's like <laughs> okay. a big one. I don't think you it's can big go one. around saying you've bought a real tree if you bought if it's plastic. It's plastic, but it's fucking it's big. It's big. Two meters yeah. thirty, okay? So, you know, that, that's big. Did did Mr. Rock and Roll English help you with the tree in the car? Yeah. Heavily pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> exactly yeah she she she's like seven months pregnant and i said oh you you carry it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> come on 
she's holding the ladder for her dad. <laughs> like, come on. I'll tell you one thing, actually. I didn't realise how slow pregnant women walk. She keeps saying, like, can we go slower? And I said, if we're going any slower, we're going backwards. Like, we can't. We can't go any slower. Um, I mean, it didn't help that she was carrying a Christmas tree at this point as well. But uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I, I... You were carrying the lead at the back of the tree. I was carrying the lights to put on the tree, okay? Yeah, yeah. It's an important job. Someone's got to do it. <laughs> exactly. And she's she's lugging the tree. So there's a nice word, lugging, to like struggling when you carry it. Um, no, obviously, I'm, I'm joking. Um, I carry the tree. And putting up the tree, I tell you, I've got a newfound respect for people that basically have Christmas trees. Fucking hell. It was abs- took hours and hours. It was a nightmare. I mean, if I had known it was that much effort, I wouldn't have bought it. I've got to say. I understand. It's a tree. Well, Dan, this is this is what I said. When you get a real one, baby, you will. It's not a real tree. (laughs) It's not a real tree. Stop saying that. It's a a real one. It's a real one. Um, Like you've got all of these like little branches to put in different colours. Then you have to open them. It's. I've put up trees. It's not difficult. (laughs) It's well, it's it's not difficult, but it's just a very time-consuming. That's yeah. the. Okay. That's the. Yeah, main I'll tell you thing. what. If you thought 2020 was bad enough, you <laughs> you didn't see that tree coming, did you? <laughs> I did not. I did not. As I said, if I had known, I wouldn't have bought it. Lovely third conditional again there. Um, we have actually gone a bit over time, but let's quickly do some of the good things because we haven't actually got to any of them yet. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've got a couple of um small things here. Um, hand washing has taken off. So it's taken off. It's become really popular now, hasn't it, Dan? Why was that ever not a thing? <laughs> I mean, the, this is sort of what I say as well. But I, I mean, I wash them more thoroughly now, I suppose, because I always think I keep hearing that thing. You need to wash them for two minutes. And I think, fucking hell, two minutes is a long time. But I'm only pissing for 20 seconds. So why have <laughs> I spent two minutes washing my hands? That is a bloody good point, Dan. I think that's the most intelligent thing you've ever said. Thank you. Um, I didn't think about that ratio of a 20-second piss compared to like a two-minute hand yeah, washing. Exactly. I've got to yeah. say as well, I've noticed this year, uh, maybe I'm washing my hands more and you know putting the mask on. I haven't got ill once. There you go. That's that's it. That's because you're washing your hands for. Well, I'm washing my hands more than I was. You know, this like. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I must admit as well because. Like always, everyone knows you go to the toilet, you have to wash your hands. Um, but I mean, there were times in the past where I sort of think, well, as long as the water touches my hand, then that counts as washing them. Yeah, until you're t- doing it in a pub and you see there's no <laughs> soap and then you just immediately just want to leave the pub. You think, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. Um, so now, yeah, I'm like fully in with the soap between the fingers, like all of it, mm-hmm. like the the full Monty. As... On the face, you know, yeah. neck. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> I, I, I don't go that far. But um, another good thing is that wearing jogging bottoms um, all day, every day has become acceptable. So jogging bottoms are like house trousers, let's say, the comfortable mm-hmm. ones, which mm-hmm. I think is a wonderful thing. All day, every day, I'm in my jogging bottoms. I, I put my shirt on for work, sure. But otherwise, <laughs> jogging bottoms all day. But I suppose this maybe is more normal for you dan having been a freelance human being yes dan the man set the trend sometimes i'm lucky if i put jogging pants on at all sometimes just my (laughs) pants wonderful wonderful i can imagine what a wonderful sight that is just to see you sitting in your pants and remember pants in england are 
obviously it's just underwear basically so just imagine dan the man sitting in his pants all day although dan the man does have a nice muscular body so well i suppose it's not such a bad sight no, I don't think so much anymore. Not since the, not since the gym collapsed and there's nowhere to uh, my elbow. I think I probably look more like you now, Martin. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Is that a compliment? Or I don't, I don't think it is. Let's say it's a compliment. Let's go with a compliment. <laughs> um, in fact, I keep saying that's the reason I'm not muscly now. So like mm-hmm. when like that's the reason because the gym's closed. Otherwise, exactly. like, whoo, oh, fucking hell. Yeah. You'll be tanned up on competition <laughs> stages, wouldn't you? oh yeah like mr universe flexing the guns yeah, yeah exactly and i say i'm flexing the guns the muscles there um and the last one to finish on i suppose is certainly here in italy saying hello and goodbye has just become so much easier now there's no need for the two kisses and going around mm. you you can just just say bye with the wave you're fine mm-hmm. um i mean there are other options available. You have the elbow pump. Maybe you, you have to avoid that one with your dodgy elbow, Dan. Oh, yeah, no. Well, I think I think you can handle that. I actually think it's made it more complicated because sometimes you see people now, because some people are okay, you know, with the kiss and the hug. Some people want the fist bump. Some people want the elbow and some people want nothing. So you, I end up just going up to people now and just sort of like, well, what the fuck are we doing? I think it makes it more <laughs> awkward uh yeah okay maybe more awkward but certainly less time consuming here because like if there are a lot of people you go around two kisses for everyone it's jesus christ it's a pain in the ass whilst now Mm. just one wave you don't look rude because they think you know he's sensible sensible Mm. like he's making mature it's been a great year for you then hasn't it this 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 virus has really improved your life it it actually hasn't actually been such a bad year for me 2020 okay yeah so let's finish on that high, Dan. Okay. Yeah. It's been a great year. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then we'll speak in the new year. Hopefully I won't be sick on the 1st of January this year. Making no promises, though. Making no yeah. promises. Maybe it was my fault that this year was terrible for everyone. Yeah. Father to be as well. You know, exactly. maybe, it's, maybe it's time not to have your hair pulled back by your girlfriend as you throw up <laughs> on the street. Just maybe. Um, two things. One, um, that didn't happen. And two, now she's wife, Dan. Okay, get the course, terminology wife. correct. Sorry, yeah, of course, yeah, wife, exactly. There we go, there we go. Okay, lesson for you. Um, but it has been a pleasure talking to you as always, Dan the Man. Yeah, speak to you later. Speak to you later, bye-bye. Okay, so that was Dan the Man and me speaking about this crazy year 2020. So let's have a look at some of that rock and roll vocabulary. At the beginning, in the intro, I said, I should have known better. A lovely term there. Often something your mum or your teacher might say to you, you should have known better. Why were you so stupid? Then we had that horrible event of me saying, register your voice. I still can't believe I actually said that. And I didn't even notice when I said it. It's quite worrying. I could have obviously deleted that from the podcast, but I left it in there again to show you that mistakes obviously happen and that confusion between two languages also happens. Um, Then we had the term put two and two together when I said to Dan, it's the last podcast of the year. I thought you might have put two and two together. A nice term there to say, I thought you might have been able to arrive at the conclusion yourself, let's say. Um, I said we were talking about something Dan had already touched upon, so something he had already mentioned. 
I'm not sure if I mentioned this one in the podcast, but a term I used, a lovely term, is when I said the year didn't get off to the best of starts. A lovely term. It's quite obvious what it means, but just a lovely term for you, hopefully, to remember. I said I was sick at a service station, which, remember, on the motorway, when you stop for petrol and to do a piss, um, you have to stop at a service station. I then said um, me being sick was what I think swung it for me with Mrs. R&R. That was the moment where she said, yes, he is the one I want to marry. Because before that, she was a bit 50-50, oh, I don't know. And then that really swung it for me. Um, I used a very slang expression when I said to Dan the Man. Has Mrs. Dan the Man ever seen you hit Chundertown? I mean, that is very, very slang. On the streets of Britain, you will hear that. You will not hear that in the Oxford Dictionary, for example. I then said, luckily, I didn't post that picture on Instagram of the person wearing a mask because that would have come back to bite me. This is a lovely term to say it would have come back to make me look stupid. Often people say that would have come back to bite me in the arse. But, you know, I don't like to be vulgar on this podcast. Um, Dan, the man said he had had a setback with his elbow. So setback is when you are making progress and then you basically go backwards a little bit a little setback but obviously you can recover from this I then said I can imagine that Dan the man was living life to the absolute full so when you live life to the full it's when you you know go out every day and do crazy stuff very much like Dan the man I used the term tannoy when I said on the Ryanair flight they said please stay one meter away you know you're in the supermarket and they say could Mr. Martin Johnston please go to the checkout? That is the tannoy that they are speaking over. And yes, I did put my fingers on my nose to make that voice. We had the term at some point, make a run for it, which is a lovely term to say basically to run away. I'm going to make a run for it. You're playing football when you're a kid on the street. You see the police because the ball's gone through someone's window and you think fuck this I'm going to make a run for it I'm going to run away um, not that I ever did that obviously um, Dan the man called me a pussy which isn't the nicest word in the world but it's someone that's not very brave let's say quite weak which to be fair describes me quite well um, another term I didn't mention in the podcast that I used but I forgot to highlight was when I said I'm worried the virus will leave a lasting scar. So a scar that will not go away on all of us. Obviously, I hope not. I want to go back to hugging people almost immediately. I miss hugging and kissing. Um, I said that Mrs. R&R was lugging the tree. So when you're lugging something, it's when you're carrying it and you're very tired because, you know, the tree's really big. She's seven months pregnant. It wasn't easy for her. Um, and I am just joking. I did not get her to lug the tree. I lugged the tree and she watched. Another term I forgot to mention, but again that I used, when speaking about the tree, which is a real tree for me. I don't care what Dan says. I said putting up the tree was a nightmare. So notice this put up a Christmas tree. If you've got a Christmas tree, you need to put it up, baby. We said hand washing has taken off. So it's become really popular now, like real good hand washing. Two minutes, remember? Um, I also said I wash my hands thoroughly. So there's a lovely word, like really well. Two minutes with the fingers, in between the fingers, all of that stuff. Um, when I was talking about hand washing, actually, and I said, you know, between the fingers, both sides with soap, I said the full Monty, which is another stupid 
British slang term that says that's everything. I do it exactly as it should be. I do everything, baby. Um, Dan the man said that, you know, a picture of me flexing the guns would be good. So flexing the guns, that's kind of a gym word. Someone like Arnold Schwarzenegger, I suppose, You've probably seen flexing his guns, certainly in the past. And I also said right at the end that Dan the Man has a dodgy elbow. So I've got a dodgy ankle, for example, that isn't particularly strong, let's say. So you can use this term dodgy to say it's not quite safe, let's say. My ankle is a bit dodgy. It's not quite safe. Anyway, all of this rock and roll vocabulary is on the website, rockandrollenglish.com. But probably there are still some technical problems. Hopefully not. I'm not sure. But if you type in www.rockandrollenglish slash episode 215, then you will be able to listen to it at some point. Maybe not today. I'm not sure. Problems happen all the time at the moment. But a bigger and better website is coming for 2021. So let's get ourselves ready for it, people. I will see you all again on the 4th of January. Remember, membership to the Rock and Roll English will be opening again soon as well. So follow Rock and Roll English on Instagram and Facebook just to see other things that are going on because, you know, I will still be alive between now and the 4th of January. So you will be able to catch me there on Instagram, the stories, all of this. And remember, I always do reply to messages, okay? So if you ever feel like sending me a message just do it. I love hearing from listeners, really. Anyway, thank you for all of your support this year in 2020. I hope, as I said, more importantly than anything, you and your family are all keeping safe. So see you next year, people. But in the meantime, just keep on rocking, baby. Thanks so much for listening to Rock and Roll English. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit rockandrollenglish.com and facebook.com slash rockandrollenglish. We'll catch you next time.